The Bible Study Podcast, episode 394. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 57. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I am interested as we go through this study of Psalms again and again to think about these Psalms as the hymns that were sung by the people of God, because so many of them don't seem like the kind of hymns that I'm used to. They don't seem like the kind of praise songs. And this one in Psalm 57 is one of those that starts that way for me. And it starts like this. It's a Psalm again of David, to the tune of Do Not Destroy, which we don't know what that tune means, and it's written at the time when he had fled from Saul into the cave. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God Most High, to God who vindicates me. He sends me from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Now, the other thing I have to wonder is why... In the midst of this fleeing, David takes time to stop and write a song. But that is what David does. David is writing in the midst of his very real problem. And his very real problem is the king is trying to kill him. Saul is trying to kill him. He hasn't done anything wrong. And yet he calls out for mercy. Now, often when we have a psalm of David and he's calling for mercy, it's written in a time period in his life when he has really screwed up. But this is a time period where he's being faithful to God, and yet he's calling for help. He's calling for mercy to not get the bad thing that he feels he deserves. And he's calling for God to shelter him, to shelter him under the shadow of his wings. This is not to say that God has wings, but it's a poetic image that God has here. If we see the mother bird who is gathering in her chicks and bringing them under her to protect her, keep me safe until the disaster has passed. Keep me safe in this time that is terribly unsafe. If we put this to a tune, it would probably be a fairly upbeat tune, and yet the tune of Do Not Destroy does not seem like it probably was written to be an upbeat tune. And that's what David does. He takes a well-known song as he is running from Saul, and he puts new words to it, and it's these words, I cry out to God Most High, who vindicates me. I'm in the midst of lions. I feel that unsafe. I feel my life is that tenuous right now. Not only am I dwelling among ravenous beasts, but it's men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. There is danger all around me. There is danger and I need to be sheltered. I need refuge. Refuge, the English word, is an interesting word because, as you may know, you used to be able to claim refuge by coming to a church. You had done something wrong. You had broken the law. Remember the story from Hunchback of Notre Dame, how someone claims refuge and dwells inside the church. And I like that picture because 
That is what the church is supposed to be, a place of refuge, a place where people like David, people who need mercy, find mercy, a place where people who need safety find safety, a place where people who need love find love. The church is intended to be a refuge in this kind of dangerous world, this world where sometimes it feels that people are out to get me even though God vindicates me, even though God knows I haven't done anything wrong. We're called to be a place where people can come, not just perfect people, not just pretty people, not just people who have all their stuff together, but people who need refuge, people who are broken, people who are broken, who need to be put back together, people who are suffering, people who are hurting. We're called to be that kind of refuge, the refuge that David is crying out for. For God is the role of the people of God. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Now this starts to sound like a song of praise. This starts to sound like something we might sing. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. David is watching and he sees the people who are out to get him trapped, hoisted by their own petard, falling into their own pits. He is seeing through to where this will end. David has been told by Samuel that he has been anointed and will become king, and he is looking forward to the day where everything that gets in the way of that plan of God goes away. Everyone who gets in the way of that plan of God is frustrated. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake my soul. Awake harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Those are certainly words of praise, and those are familiar words of praise. Those are the kind of words that we sing in church. But remember that David said way back there in verse 8, just one line before that, I will awaken the dawn. This is David singing in the dark. This is David singing like Paul and Silas, hymns of praise in a dark place. As Paul and Silas sang from the jail in Philippi, so David is singing the praise of God in the midst of ravenous beasts, in the midst of men who intend to kill him, in the midst of lions is what he feels like. We are called to remember who God is and to praise the living God, the God who does look out for us, the God who does shelter us under the shadow of his wings. And we are called to remember who God is even in the dark, even on those days, not just on the sunny, wonderful days. In fact, those are probably days when it's harder to remember our need for God and harder to call out and remember and rely on the love of God. But David does. Awake, my soul, awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. David sings in the midst of darkness of a God who loves him, of a God who deserves glory and praise, of a God who is faithful, a God who will listen, a God who will be there, who will shelter him under the shadow of his wings. I pray this week that God would shelter you and that you would sing the praise of God wherever you find yourself today.
With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.